Is it over? It's over. What's over? It's over. The campionato is over. Where? It's a beautiful news for you. We just want to congratulate you. We tried our best. I don't understand. We man. tried our best. Juventus tried. AC Milan tried. Milan barely tried. Milan barely tried. This whole thing, this whole thing <laughs> it's down. officially over. Sure. All right, Pete. Accept it. No, no, this is serious now. Accept it and that's it. We, it's over. Yeah. No games, no more mind games. No right? more mind games. That's another mind game, Pete. Seven points, a game in hand for Inter. Seven Juventus drop again to a relegation team. And Inter are on a crazy fight to the top. So what do you think? Over? Do you, touch, do you touch the trophy? No, no. It did officially. <laughs> no, it's not over. <laughs> By force. It, it matches your head it's a little bit. Yeah, it does. It does. It's, it's, it's cold. His head has a better shine, though, to be fair. Mm, yeah, it's a spit shine. There we go. Are you trying to so say no? my shine is Should I put it away for now? Put it away. How, do, how are you feeling, though, right now? Oh, that you walked into the studio he after was, the event was... He was very happy. Yeah. He was jumping around. He was doing flips. I think he was supposed to... I can't even move. I'm doing flips. He was supposed to come to watch the game. I think he saw Udinese and winning. He didn't want to jinx it. That's right. I want to lose the spot. He was parked right outside waiting in his car. Yeah, that's what I think it did. I saw him. I saw him waiting. Don't talk to us, Pete. Yeah, it's a good good place to be. Look at the PR. This guy here, he was out of his mind. Let's hear his thoughts. Oh, sorry, Pete. Sorry, go ahead. What do you want my thoughts on? The Scudetto or? Yeah. No, I can't. No, the Scudetto is over. Your thought about the game. The Scudetto is not over yet, but it's... it's. What percentage? I would say... we got the stats, guys. The stats. 75%. 75? 75% loading. Yeah, because... Listen, we still have a couple of tough games to play. Five. You know, yeah. Five so big games. Five big games is a lot of points. You're going to win all of the time. <laughs> uh, Ju- Juventus at home dropped points to Empoli in the last week or two. Empoli at home, relegation team. Inter, of course. Inter, loss. And then this game against a relegation team with Udinese. A loss. Not even, not even a tie. And they played so bad. Mm. They played, they were so, then, so inexperienced. What? So then it's not compliments to Inter. No, it's compliments to no. la Juve. Demerito no, no, della no. Juventus. Demerito della Juventus no, e Inter, del Milan. Inter, <laughs> we knew this before, but Inter's in a different league yeah. than everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was clear Juventus were doing well at picking up points, at grinding out wins because they're only playing in one competition. But this Juventus was not going to fight into the end with Inter in terms of the quality that they have in the team. They yeah, shouldn't. No, no, you definitely. I agree with you on a lot of parts. You were hanging on. I think the question was more like how long could they hang on rather than them really competing for the Scudetto. At least that's how I saw it. And Pete, I agree with you in a sense that maybe it's not. A, I think it'll be over after this. Um, this February of European games are going to be over. I think oh. if maybe Inter, you know, they're going to be playing a few games a week now because Champions League is back right in February. And playing those two games a week, let's see if they slip up or not. We knew in the past that they haven't. They already gave themselves a good cushion before they did. even yeah, having I to know, play. They Atletico. definitely did, but a few points here and there could maybe cost them and it could motivate Juventus and Milan going We're forward. We're going to throw some banana peels on the floor to see if they slip up, Mike. I don't think so. I don't know. Why don't we focus on uh, Juventus first oh, and, then we'll, and then we'll go. What a since, the game, game. since the game just ended where they lost again 1 0 at home to Udinese, mm. a side that looked so confused. Technically, the, the lack of quality in the game was unbelievable. I was just reading some of the uh, Max Allegri's quotes to you guys, and he said, this was a team that was always going to fight to get into the top four. Our goal was always Champions League. We were going above and beyond our limits. And in a sense, I do understand him, and I think he's right, but as the coach of Juventus, I, I've never liked this model of just trying to act like you're not fighting for the league title because you were right there. And for me, it's not a good image when the coach of a team like Juventus comes out and and says it like that. That's my perspective. That's the way that I see things, especially with the team looking so disorganized uh, in this match against Udinese, where at times it's like, let's give the ball to Federico Chiesa and figure it out. Subbing on so many youngsters who are are not able to really impact uh, the game in any meaningful way. And then silly mistakes in, in the back. Uh, like we saw Sandro. multiple times, yeah, with uh, with Sandro. Alexandro. Sandro. Yeah, a different yes. Lautaro scored against Juve this time. Mm. What do you Lautaro score? Lautaro for me, Allegri, he knows what he has to say in front of the it was the a, cameras. Mm-hmm. But when a team spends 150 million for players, you're not in the race for fourth spot. I'm sorry, that's just for him to cover yeah. his own yeah. uh, behind, mm-hmm. as they say, rear end, rear end, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
inserire Caboose Keep going, okay. keep going. So, <laughs> Caboose, right? Caboose Okay So he knows all the tricks in the book Allegri is a master of disguise He's the mm-hmm. master of smoking mirrors Is he? Yes, yeah, he is, is. He yes, is. But, but does anyone actually Let's read through this? But guess what? <laughs> we all understand Everybody was talking about Allegri out <laughs> last year All of a sudden Even oh, last year Last sc- week No, come on Alright <laughs> Alright This year Allegri did the exact same thing Just that he's been winning and La- everybody Without now they're talking lock. about renewal. Like no. this is this is just the Allegri is anti calcio the way is Mourinho mm-hmm. is anti calcio and he has this defensive approach and so you can't have it all your way or all what you want. Ultimately, he had the team the same amount of time as Inzaghi has had the team, mm-hmm. and Inzaghi maybe has had more support. But we've had to also get rid of a lot of players as well and still be able to not spend the $150 million and build a solid team. One, one other thing, though. Last year, I think he got an out because of the lack of points, the points that were deducted from him. That yeah, took away a lot sure. of what happened. And the a lot of the new reports are that, and this has been always my, my, um, my take on the situation, was that after this year... It's right for Juventus to part ways. They couldn't lose him last year because Juntoli came in in the middle of July, end of July. He needs to choose his coach. And after this year, no matter what happens, Allegri had to move on, has to move on for Juventus because you're going to keep getting the same exact results. I was impressed that they were able to fight the way that they were. And I took a lot of what I said back and I was like, all right, credit to him for being able to do this with this team. But it's not progressing the way that it should further past this season. Marco, it's not what I've been hearing from reading the Corriere, the Gazette, and all the stuff. You've been paid Why, to say that saying? Allegri is going to be out. Everybody said Allegri equipper restare. I don't He's believe it stay. at all. I don't believe it at all. He's going to stay. Tutto calcio Juntoli, says Juntoli, that. In my opinion, Juntoli wants his coach. He wants a coach that plays good football. Mm-hmm. He wants a coach that builds something sustainable. He wants a coach that improves the market value of a lot of players. Because yeah. you can look in recent mm-hmm. years, I don't know how many players we could say have really raised their value at Juventus long term. Again, respect Allegri for everything that he did, for everything that he achieved. He's getting this team back into Champions League football. But come the end of the year, for me, it's got to go to the next step. And you got to get a coach like a Thiago Motta, like a but young guy that's going to implement a good style into the Marco, squad. Marco, I agree with you 100%. We also <clears throat> mentioned this on our last podcast. I do feel like you've any a modern coach that's going to bring modern thinking football. But we also brought this up, and I was reading some comments, and they also brought up... But look, he brought Juve, uh, Juventus in two Champions League finals and all that stuff. Different teams, though. He did, I, he did yeah. really. He does really well. Devils have again he does really. Side. He does really yeah. well with great with, with great players. Mm-hmm. He manages. He manages them pretty well. Uh, and then there are sorts to become a dip off, which we've come gro- to see. But, but I don't. I, I just think that different. for the way Juventus are uh, um, sustainable now, for what they're trying to spend in the market, for their goals, for the youngsters, for the players that they're looking to sell and to look to bring in, I don't think that Allegri gives you the most out of those players. I think that you need a different type of coach to bring to build a long-term Depends project. What do. Yeah. The thing is, okay, he gets Champions League. Can you really say, okay, get up and go? How many... Absolutely. More years does he have? Yeah. How much one more year? I think one, he has, one or two he has more years. Year but he's not playing in Europe. Yeah. Wait, what are you saying? I feel if he makes Champions League, uh, no, no, no. that's madness. He's not me. in Europe. P. He's supposed to at least do that. I get that, but <laughs> I think the way that well, everything is lined up, they are gonna allow the extra year. I you agree. Think so? No, I don't think so. Eh, I listen. I'll, listen they, I think if they renew him any more than this, it's crazy. If anything, it could be Allegri that. Agrees to well, leave. They're, they're gonna pull because, that thing. They're gonna no, pull a thing where we mutually. Hear me out. Meaning that Juventus will say, "Hey, we'll give you next year, but that's your last year." And at that point, he mm-hmm. says, "You know what? Mm-hmm. You pay me the last year. So, Arrivederci, goodbye." But Pete, by saying that, Marco, by saying that, it's either you know something that we don't know, or <laughs> the, I mean, this is. Is probably on the book the fact that this guy is probably going to be sacked or is going to be allowed with, like Mike they said. They will never, they're never going to sack yeah, him. Mike, oh, Mike, said, well, like Mike said, well, with a PR stand, they're going to say, they're yeah. going to roll the, the red carpet and say, hey, Max, thank, thank you, you for your time. Thank you for your time. It's yeah. been nice. Got back in Champions League. And, you know, thank you for putting all the next gen on and, uh, you know, you were discovering all of these youths and all this I stuff. I need time to reflect on my and career. Yeah, What's next? All so, that stuff. So they're going to switch. I don't know. To me, to me, I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it yet because, uh, they're not that many. A lot of coaches, they're not really 
willing to take it a big responsibility. You go to Juventus. That's not true. You go to Juventus. You can win right away. So you are telling me. You not according to Max Allegri. You don't have to win right away. He joined the club for three years, and even this year, he's saying that they're not even going to compete for Scudetto. por favor. What I'm saying to you is. What I'm saying to you is this. Anybody that comes to Juventus is going to be given at least two to three years to win. Mm-hmm. You're not going to expect Thiago Motta to come in and then everything just... Ah, pretty He's a different approach. But look, no, look, look at Inzaghi. Approach. Inzaghi, in his first two years, we all had said so that... So you want women to wait no, two, three more years. Oh, if, if you have a proper project and the team starts to look better, they start yeah, to do yeah. things the right way... Absolutely. There's no problem. Absolutely. We know what Allegri is going to give us already. But because Inter, we they stuck this. with the plan. Even Inzaghi, there was criticism of Inzaghi oh, so, much. Sure. So, so much. 12 losses last year. Yeah. The first year, he completely uh, threw it last, away with last, Milan. Last year, he got away because you got the Champions League Okay, final. but yeah, yeah, either yeah. way, there was question marks about his management sure. in smaller games. Does he motivate they his players? They were the favorites for all the three years. Yes, and yeah. they never won. But exactly. guess what? They have a project that's one of the best now exactly. in Europe without spending any money and with getting a bunch of free transfers, which they just added True. another... Taremi and Zilinski that's a huge, to their list. That's a huge which just goes to show when you look at when you look at Marotta's list of free transfers, the guy is an absolute magician but at what he's he does. Prepared. He has but Marco, my, my point is I'm trying to make this point over here. I, I mean I didn't see Allegri's you know, the way that he's making Juventus playing this year, it's not as bad as it was last year. The team is coming to is becoming a lot more propositive. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, Allegri he needs two, three players. No, he no. needs two, three players. But Juventus you don't know, have the money a, to buy two, three but, big players. But be, Anto, he's not they playing. Have Vlaovic, they have but they don't play, he doesn't know how to play offensive style watch, of soccer. But this is his what I'm trying to say. That. His style his is that. His philosophy is different, Anto, from what they want. How he wants to play is yeah. exactly how they're playing this year. Mm. So you are it's saying that there is nothing that it's is going to is going to make it. Uh, he's not going to change his style. Of, you know what my thing is? My thing is Juventus's goal, which obviously the goalpost has moved, rightfully so. They were dreaming of Champions League, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they got Cristiano Ronaldo. That's why they built mm-hmm. such a big project. The goal has always been to be competing further in Champions League. For me, when I think about Juventus qualifying for Champions League this year with a legacy, say they finish second, third, whatever it is, do you see Juventus doing anything? Do number one, do they do anything in Champions League? For me, this team in Champions League will get blown out of the water. That's number one. And then number two, you could accept that if you're building towards a project, if you're seeing yeah. improvements. And yes, you've seen improvement in spirit, you've seen improvement in everybody buying to the idea, and that's an important factor, but you're not seeing it in the understanding of the game, the movements, the way that football is going towards, which is why we keep going back to the same thing. But either way, we've had this discussion many times. Let's talk about Inter. Again, we mentioned first place, seven points in hand. You have, you still have a game in hand, seven points above if you win that game in hand, which is Versus against Atalanta, Atalanta at home at San Siro. You would go to 10 points. But I was looking at something, and we have Champions League returning this week. Mm. It's obviously not for Inter. It's for Lazio and Bayern in terms of the Italian teams, which we could talk about a little bit later. But I was looking at the odds to win Champions League, and I got to say, I'm very... Annoyed, And I feel like Inter are being extremely disrespected right now. And you guys say if I'm overreacting. The odds to win the Champions League, if you put money right now, in first, Manchester City, plus 200. Fair. That's fair. Understood. Yep. Bayern Munich, plus 400. Maybe they're not doing great in the, league, doing the league. But you can make an argument that Tuchel to save his job, Tuchel to save his job, has to go all the way in Champions League. Okay, fine. Real Madrid, third place, plus 500. Fair. Champions. Now is where I start to get annoyed. Arsenal. Plus 550. I I will bet pretty much anything, anything, and maybe this clip will come back to haunt me, that they will not win the Champions League. Next, fifth, PSG, plus 1,400. (laughs) Barcelona, plus 1,600. And then Inter, Inter, plus 1,800. How in the world is this Inter side, who has conceded 12 goals in the league, scored 53, went to the Champions League final, have only improved, and when I look around the rest of Europe... For me, I see a lot of the big teams defensively having problems. Inter looks like one of the most sound teams yeah. in Europe. How are they plus 1,800 in the odds? I'm not even surprised. I just feel like the bookies don't really respect the Serie A teams or they just don't really watch them like they do the other leagues or the other clubs. Uh, but it's just one of those cases where I feel like Inter can surprise a lot of people, especially the bookies that put ended up putting uh, these odds on. Uh, because I do feel like the way Inter are playing, I think they're arguably the best playing football in Europe right now and they're incredible they're stacked in each position and they just have a well-rounded squad who's Arsenal versing? I think Porto 
So it could be that the algorithm is, you know, they have a higher probability of getting through this you round, the so bracket? that way their odds are going to be a little bit uh, lower, yeah, I guess, possible. to be able to do it. But and you don't even Inter know which side. And but Pete, the, the way things algorithm. are stacking up but even for Barcelona? you guys, it's actually yeah, Barcelona, Barcelona or Napoli. Napoli. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Now yeah, Barcelona's not right doing now. great. One thing to his point, because um, <laughs> yeah. people will say Bayer Leverkusen, which is absolutely correct, and I watched their game against Bayern Munich. Mm -hmm. That was total football. Yeah. It was sensational. But the only reason why I put Inter ahead is because Inter competing also in the Champions League. Yes, they finished in second to Real Sociedad, tied on points, whatever. But overall, for me, Inter is the most impressive team in Europe. And you went through a big tough spell where you were missing threes. I remember watching games, you were missing three center backs. Yeah. And they still managed. And you still managed. Oh, also, Inter last year made it to the final. A lot of people, you know. You forget about you, that quickly, right? But aside about forgetting about it, you don't consider it being a big part of, a, you know, of the equation. But experience winning also helps. And especially knowing how to approach games helps. That's why Real Madrid, Milan, all these teams culturally are always, you know, in Champions League, going far in Champions League, winning Champions League, DNA. because there's a winning mentality there. You know, the fact that you guys are flying under the radar, because Marco just said it, the stats are, uh, I mean, uh, you stuck love the against stats. you. I like the stats. Uh, stats. Uh, so it's good for you. I mean, you should be happy. I mean, Atletico is already laying out the red carpet for you guys because uh, Morata hurt, got hurt, just got hurt. And missed the first leg. It's gonna, uh, the first leg, I think it's going to miss in two legs in then a couple of weeks. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Morata is done. So he's cool, done. Man. Morata is done. He's not going to be playing either legs. I, but Atletico have shown that they've been very offensive this year. It's not Griezmann, the same old this being one. pragmatic they, they in the back. Uh, but Mike, a couple weeks they, ago, they go so. forward. But Morata has been absolutely key he's, he's to, the killer. to he's their the killer. success. It's a tough opponent, Simeone. No. Okay, you're talking about Allegri being a master communication and deflecting Pete, smoke and mirrors. That's you. That's you in the flesh. Come on, you, 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 you are a guru. You're becoming like Allegri. You know, uh, you're uh, the, the communication uh, liar. You're the communication liar for the session. For, the for Inter. Yeah, the the yeah, right. But is it not the truth? It's Was Atletico the team that kicked out Juventus? You know, three yeah, years ago, and they're different. They're it's a different but team, but it's not the same. We knocked them out. Yeah, oh, you guys did the comeback. Yeah, that's right. He's, He's just it. making whatever. Yeah, what the hell? We are smoking mirrors. Yeah. This guy. Griezmann is out. I like that. They got out of the La Copa del Rey. Eliminated very poorly by I'm not sure. Yeah. No, no, it's no. Copa del Rey. That's why no, they Atletico, eliminated poorly. Atletico got eliminated too. They lost. They That's lost. what I said. No, no, you said Real Madrid. What are they you got eliminated about? by Real Madrid. No, they what are you talking the, about? They played the classical. Atletico no? eliminated. Why are you guys saying stuff that you don't know? Super Yo, Copa, if you don't guys. know, why are you Super saying? Supercopa. What's a Supercopa? Okay, who cares? Okay, <laughs> but why you made a point about it? But you're not sure. The bottom line is this: you're going to be facing Atletico with two of the best players. Griezmann is out, and Morata is out. So you might as well. You know, don't even send the team of their. We don't know. Why, we don't know the reason. Again, you're saying something that we don't know. Send. I'm telling you. And they, they lost to Athletic Club in the Copa del Rey. Okay. But they still have a return leg. I just said it. I just said it. They, they, they lost their first leg. Okay. But you said they got out. They lost a Super Cup. They lost a Super Cup final to Real Madrid. There we go. The semifinal. No. So what I'm saying to you, Pete. Everything is stacking up for you guys. You guys are crazy today. Uh, Everything is stacking up, and uh, you know you guys deserve it. You want, you're probably going to win the Champions League. You're not going to win the triplete because uh, unfortunately you got out. Uh, uh, you know, I think Thiago Mota just made you. Uh, he, he eliminated them, right? Thiago Mota was Bologna that eliminated Inter from the Coppa Italia. Yes, it was Bologna. So, but you know what? You yeah. won the Supercoppa. It's a it's a, it's a different triplete, but it's a triplete. So you're gonna win the Supercoppa, you're winning the Campionato, you won it already. No, just focus on the Champions League, and that's it. It's all over. Champions League is loaded. So how right? do you feel about Champions League? I know th this is we've gone completely off topic from oh, yeah. what I initially asked, but might as well give give some. Come on, Pete. What do I think about Champions League? We're pushing for you guys. We. Uh, we I mean, it. I think what I what I like about Inzaghi, like I said, he knows how to approach every game, and he's not afraid to change his approach. So depending on you know, yes, Atletico is more offensive this year, but I, I feel Inter probably would would take on the possession in in uh, in the first leg, especially. I think we're at home, mm -hmm. so it's an important game that we have to put a nice result. They're amazing at home. They are amazing. Yeah, they are like remarkable at home. But Champions League is another beast, so you need to be able to make sure you put away the opponent the first. Mm -hmm. the first time. Um, so that's very important because then at Atletico, they're also top in 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 Madrid and. And you don't want to go there with a, 
let's say a, a slight lead or even a tie or even a loss who knows you guys so. have the killer instinct you're a bunch of orcas you know orcas. 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 called you a sea animal yeah, orcas are beasts. Yeah, they're, they're killing orcas are the they're killers. They kill killer, oh, yeah. uh, great but white they sharks. Do, they, they, yeah, they surround all the preys and then they just... They're geniuses boom, too. They attack them, They're yeah. smarter than you. Well, that, that, if they're smarter than you too. <laughs> if they're smarter than me, if they're smarter than me, then they're smarter than you. Are they smarter than Mike? Oh, but Mike, we're going to leave and put them in. But anyway, you know, it's an Italian team. You know that you got, okay. you, 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 you have all of us just pushing for you yeah, guys to win. Know that. Right, Mike? Let's, yeah, let's, we're also born in yeah. Champions League. Let's make so. you happy right now, yeah. Uh, Anto. Yeah, got a question for you, mm. Mm. and I have a stat because mm. I know you love your stats. Oh my God, stat do you think Milan are doing better than we, the media, and everybody have given credit for? Because oh. what was your answer? I just finish the question. Okay. <laughs> because Milan have won fifty-two points after. 24 games of the Serie A. The only time they've ever done better was 1995, 1996, and 2003, 2004. So, in the three-point error. What do you think? Uh, no. First of all, I'll tell you the reasons why. If you, if, you ask, place. if you ask Mike, first of all, we're sitting on third place. But that could also be because the other teams have yeah, just done remarkable. Hey, let yeah. me finish. You had, more, you had more points now than you did the year you won the Scudetto. Doesn't okay. feel like it, right, Anton? It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like it. Ask Mike, while I was watching the game on Saturday, I almost walked out in disgrace. Okay? You wouldn't you're winning one nothing. We we we're not playing well. I think you're being harsh. We're not playing well. Some games you I have think to, you're being you harsh. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's very good. You didn't concede. Well. You didn't concede. We didn't concede. They hit two times the post. Did you we, did you see what you guys were doing in the previous games? You were giving up goals like nothing. Yeah. Even when you were in control of matches, you threw it away. Marco. It's good sometimes to get a 1-0 win. First of win. all, we are facing Napoli without some of their best players. Okay? No Osimhen, no uh, Kim Min Jae, all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> team. All right? All right. You, were, you know you're missing a lot of players too. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But we are AC Milan. AC Milan, the DNA of AC Milan, short of winning, it's a fail. But you won. No, we, we won what? You won the game. What game? No, oh, no, no. Short of winning the campionato or going far into the Champions League, it's a failure. It's a total failure. This is who we are. That's okay? right, Anto. So, and it hurts seeing somebody else winning. I so understand that's why all we that. put all, all our stock on you guys. But you don't win. You don't win every. You neck. don't win every single year. We're used to this. There's many years yeah, that you're not no. going to win, but because maybe the opponent is better than you, and Inter has proven to be much better than everybody else. Yeah, but Marco, I don't see the team getting better. The team is not getting better. We're not actually, How? we're going backwards a little bit. We're not getting better. We because spend it, a lot of money, but the team is not getting better. Okay? The team is not getting better. We're not playing well. Leao, for example, okay, since we, we're bringing this thing here up. Leao is not an orca. It's not, it's not an orca. He doesn't have, a, he doesn't have the fire on his eyes. I mean, he's trying. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him credit, but it's not good enough. You know? Good, from, chance, good huh? from far, but far from good. Okay, you play for AC Milan. You're supposed to. You have to spill your blood on the field. You're not walking. You. I don't want to see anybody walking on the field. You Come on, it's not about walking. Listen or to not. me. Listen to me. Ooh. Messi Leal. walks on a pitch. Messi walks on a pitch. What are you going to say to that? Please don't compare Leao to Messi. I'm not. I'm uh, just. I'm comparing the walking on a pitch part. I will take Dybala, injured, and score all the chances that Leao has been having, putting at least seventy percent of those balls behind. In different the net. positions. Doesn't matter. I'm just making a comparison. Okay, but let, let's get one thing straight. Maybe his numbers have not been great layout. They're not up to par with the ability that he has. Because I'll I'll give you something. I agree that he's not. He has much more ability than what he's been performing. Right. And the chances you expect a guy of his talent to put the ball into the back of the net. He's got three assists in his last two games. But the one thing that I think people fear to realize also is that anytime anything good happens for Milan, it usually comes from Lau. Maybe he doesn't get the assist, he doesn't get that number, but he opens the space. He gives the pass that leads to the goal. Almost everything comes through Leao. Without Leao, without Leao, where would Milan be? Marco, Leao is being paid to score. How about everyone else? No, he's not. He's, he's a winger. Paid he's not just paid to score. To score? He's not a center forward. To, oh, he has seven assists. Who cares? Oh, come that's his main that's thing. You're being very hard. You're holding him to a crazy standard. You need, if you're an Listen, there's a lot of intent, you know, there's a lot of things that, that, that come on the Tendrils. field and what, what you need 
other than yeah. goals. The goals is yeah. for Giroud to score. Obviously, when Leao gets in the goal-scoring chances, he needs to finish. I think the biggest thing is his finishing. He's not clinical enough. Yeah, yeah. He's not a killer enough. And that's but why I'm not, saying... But he's always but, involved, though. But there's some balance to what you're saying. <coughs> Listen, Marco. It's not really one or the other. Okay. Let's, if you had this kind of problem with Vlaovic and Kisa, you would, you, you would say, I'm done. Vlaovic went through that problem for a long right. time. Everybody was talking but about Leal. how bad Vlaovic was. Well, Vlaovic and, Leal, nine. and Leal also went through a... Le- if you right listen now. to what Pioli says, yeah. Leal, he says that Leal was hurt for a long time and he lacked... He needs the speed. He needs that ability to go quick he's got that movement that's exactly his position yet he was playing under not the greatest conditions my point is when Theo is not there and Lao is not there for Milan your team is not a very good team your team is not a team that's competing for the top so we are depending on those two players I don't want to say I don't want to say depending but they take your game to the next level that whole left left side is very scary for any team to have to versus Leao there and this Defensively, there might be yeah, some defensive. See, for me, I, I agree with him. I think it's defensively is where you're getting your problems. You're missing a lot of players. You've had crazy amount of injuries. We know that even Calabria then goes down hurt. And they Magnan has chemistry. not been at his and they best. And my, the biggest thing with Milan has been that this year at times, there's like a, a confusion where you'll be in total control of a match. Complete control. Mm-hmm. And we're watching the game and say, oh, Milan is going to manage this game, which you did do in previous years. And then something happens within the squad, and it becomes hectic. It becomes crazy. The team looks confused. Looking That's my bigger scrambling. problem with Milan. No, what I'm saying to you is this. I know what is capable to do, Leao. Okay? <laughs> but it's input on the field. Yeah. It's not even 35%. 30, 35 no, of 100. No. If I know that you can do 100, I'm not expecting you to do 100, do 75. But what I see at the end of the game, I see nothing but 35. Why do I ever wait to, to see him three times taking the, the, the guy one-on-one and then come come inside and cross the ball and make it? And I make understand it. what you mean. I wanted to see that to be done all the time. Because you know he has the ability to I do it. I know because he has the ability. Why do we have yeah, to just wait there's, for him? There's, no, only, pay, there's pay. only a handful of players that exactly. can do it all the time. Trust me. That's the difference between legend and a very good player. So for you to have this uh, expectancy of a player to be this R9, Cristiano Ronaldo, Leo Messi, you can't expect that. But the thing is, what he adds to this team, what I'm really surprised is the fact that, you know, I thought this year with a Pulisic on Mm -hmm. the right, he was going to have a lot more space and do a lot more damage because Milan wouldn't have to go through yeah. his side consistently. They split the attack a but, little bit more but, rather than one side. But, real, scored. but realistically, Leao is the focal point of this Milan. Mm-hmm. And with Theo Hernandez, he's the focal point. And Pulisic is a great Robin, but he's not a Batman. Yeah. He's P- right about that. P- Pete's no, right. I want to, I just and wanna, he's put up very good numbers for his first season yeah, at Milan. Yeah, they're not yeah, taking anything great. away, he's been but he's not great. that... That guy in the tough moments, I, it's more loud than it is. I do should feel, be loud. I do feel like by Milan winning the Scudetto too, it put a lot more pressure on all the teams, uh, on all the players especially. Because let's be let's be real with ourselves. Milan weren't supposed to win the Scudetto. They were still a building project. And they exceeded the expectations. Merit, the other teams didn't do as well. And like the stat Marco sent, that they're do, you guys are doing even better than the, the Scudetto winning season up to this point. But it just doesn't look like it because now Inter actually... Playing like they're Mike, supposed to. Mike makes to, a very good point. Other than the other mm-hmm. season that they Either were. right now, the so points, point of the- I don't know if you guys have it written down, but supposedly they're on the same trajectory as, as the Napoli team last year mm. as far as points, Ooh. which is, you know, outstanding. Crazy. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, unfortunately, I think that hurts now a Milan, a Juventus. Because even sure. psychologically, you that's can't a, win that's, every That's game. what I'm saying. I'm, you can't win. That's my point. Is Inter is in a league yeah. of their own this year. And you, Mike, Mike makes a good point. I, I'll transition it to another topic because Maldini was one of the guys who mm. I remember him saying this in his interviews when you guys were making the Champions League semifinals and everybody was happy, rightfully so. It makes sense. But he said, let's not forget we're way ahead of where we Supposed should be. To be. And that's not to put expectations lower. That's not to try to tell everybody. It's just let's manage that. It's not always going to be that we win the Scudetto one year, we get to the Champions League semifinals the next year. And he is gone from Milan. And there's one other big name that he made a decision on, which all fans harped on, and including us because we talked about him a lot. And maybe Maldini was right about CDK. 
Because look at what he's doing right now. I was about to bring it up. Maybe, maybe it wasn't. I was about to bring it up. Maybe it's not to say that he would have done this exactly at Milan because he said it already that Gasparini has played him in a position that he feels much better in. He said he's refound himself physically and mentally. He likes playing closer to goal. And there's not the pressure of San Siro, which we know you hear from the greatest players of all time that even their legs are shaking playing at San Siro. And you have this kid coming from Belgium in his first year yeah. with the high price tag, with all these expectations to be your superstar player. Sure. And he doesn't live up to it. And it's difficult. But you watch what he's doing here. And again, he scored a world-class goal this weekend against Genoa. Since December, 13 goal involvements, eight goals, five assists. I brought up the Mbappe numbers the last time. Wow, thank he's you the for only wrapping player it in, better. by the way, Paisa. But what do you think? Do you think Maldini was right about the talent Absolutely. that CDK has? I, what if you go, Mike, if you yeah. review some of the podcasts that we did, I was against for the Catalare to be a... To be, uh, you know, put it or given, give it away, or just uh, yeah. loan to, to How Atalanta. How do you feel now? I feel much, be- much, uh, much, much better for Maldini that he was right about, uh, you know, looking into the talent of this kid. But I don't feel good, and you know, uh, I feel terrible that uh, we <laughs> we seen this guy here scoring. Uh, like a non-stop. Can both things be true though? The- like, can it be true that he was right, but then he also didn't fit this Milan? No, you think no, he would no, be no. doing this at Milan yeah. right oh, now? Yes, no. yes, yes, yes. It really? Was pl- it was plugged no, on the wrong no position. Way. It wasn't. No, it was plugged problem. on the wrong position. I think the problem Where is, is, tac- is tactical mm. for the Catalana because he's the type of player that needs to have a little bit more freedom mm-hmm. in his in his play. In purely system, he doesn't allow for freedom. That's why for you, Leao is an easy target. If Leao plays with another team, maybe up top more free, and not having to do a lot of his defensive work. I think Leal doesn't defend. He doesn't defend. But Hold on, he yeah. has to. He has to drop back, even if he, he does, does it great yeah. or doesn't do it great. It Tactically, per Pioli, yeah. that's what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. So, giving that little freedom, being a little bit close to the box, you're gonna get chances. You're gonna get chances to score. And then this kid is a, is a kid that he has everything that you need, right? Physically, he's you know strong, big. You know, could obviously work a little bit more on his. Uh, strength and holding For off sure. the ball and stuff, yeah. but technically is 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 unbelievable. So this is something that Maldini saw in the player, and I think what really got him caught up was the fact that he he came with a thirty five million dollars, which in the grand scheme of things is not a lot of money in other countries. It's only a lot okay? for Milan and for in Italy. Milan at that time, and then and then the fact that it didn't work out. And then everything else didn't work out because Maldini had an idea where, hey, if we're going to continue this project, we need to get better. This is what we need to do. Now, you know, this year, Milan, by the points, by the the players that they brought in, they got rid of Tonali, but looks like they, they were able to match whatever they lost, in a sense. No, we're not missing Tonali. Tonali That's what I'm saying. Not, you're you're able, able, I just said you're able to get rid of someone for that much money and, balance it and out still be able to yeah. keep... A stronghold in this team. I'm very so, happy with Adley. Adley is impressive for me. Adley is a beautiful game. Beautiful. Rejuvenated. He's beautiful to watch. He beautiful to watch. Adley, he wasn't considered. Yeah. Last year. Now he has yeah, a yeah. chance and he's showing his, uh, yeah. how Mike, he really you is. had a reaction when uh, yeah. when we brought that up about CDK. Do you think yeah. CDK will be doing this at Milan? No. First, first of all, I don't think Pioli has the same, doesn't play the same style as Gasperin does the same formation. Atalanta, he plays like a second striker. Milan don't play... Closer. He's like almost as a first. He's got a lot of freedom, mm-hmm. but he's kind of played as a striker. He played Trecuartista and kind of striker. But regardless, Milan play oh, 4-3-3 and they play more deeper. Or 4-2-3-1 they've been going towards lately. Whatever the case is. But they play more deeper and I feel like CDK, like you said before, I feel like he feels more comfortable up top. And just him, it being the second season, I think those, plus the other factors that we talked about, that uh, he's in a more chill environment, that he doesn't have to perform all the eyes on him with a big price tag, that also helped him. So me personally, even if you said on Milan, I don't think he'd be performing anywhere near this kind of thing. He needed the eye to to uh, get a little uh, cool down of all of everyone saying, oh, he's a flop, he's not going to perform, and people to kind of forget about him so he can really thrive. Definitely. Got, and Marco, he's a kid. I agree with you 100%, but I have a question for you. Since you're a player agent, you're, a, well, you're an agent, Pete. The contract that is in Milan has engaged with Atalanta for uh, to loan this guy here. I think we, we have no chance to, to You want to know the exact details? Ha- yeah. I have them written have down the, right in front so of me. So what's, what's the deal with that? $23 million? So $3 million loan, 
which is obvious. That's how much the, they had to pay. 23 million option to buy for Atalanta to trigger. You'll also get a 10% uh, future sale so. mm-hmm. for Milan in case he goes on and does something bigger. But yeah, 23 million. And then there's also a 2 million bonus. We don't really know what it is, but it's depending on where Atalanta finish in the league. Maybe it's contingent on getting Top Champions League. Maybe yeah. it's contingent on who knows. Minutes so played, let's say way. Marco, if AC Milan wants this kid here back, what's what's the deal? There is no chance? It's because Atalanta, Atalanta has the first choice yeah. and it seems like CDK has said that he wants to stay at uh, Atalanta because rightfully so. He's, he's, well. he's at the center of the project when you feel good in a place. Also, where would his role really be at this Milan? I don't think there's certainties. You don't even, you're not certain about what coach is going to be there. Mm-hmm. There's too many different factors. And also, you have to think, maybe you can make the argument if Atalanta don't get Champions League football. But the way that Atalanta are playing right now, they are a machine. The way that they're playing these days mm-hmm. is incredible. And since January, which is ridiculous to me, seven games in the new year, they lost Lookman. And I said, all right, he's their top goal scorer. He's got seven goals. Yeah, Miranchuk, is he going to step up? Skamaka's not Skamaka, even really starting. They have found goals from every different position. They, they're remarkable Cope at, minor is like at finding uh, different players to get involved. They are so professional. They're so pragmatic. They're in the top four right now. And I really don't see anybody coming for their spot because of how professional they've been and because now they got Lookman who's going to come back into the team. I, I, I'm, to finish up what I was saying before, I'm sorry, Marco. This is really, I, I don't sleep at night thinking about <laughs> this thing here. What could have Simalan done to avoid this failure of giving up a talent like this to Atalanta not having the first option to get the kid back? What did they a do dry wrong? Loan, a dry loan. They and why, why they structured the, 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 the loan like this? I, I think based on their valuation of the player. Was that even to punish Maldini or to make a point no. and say, we're going to let you go? Why would it be a punishment? I think it's more so, let's recoup the, the losses. Because yeah. it was a Maldini signing. That, it was not they spent 38 million or so. Whatever yeah. it is. Recouping the, the numbers. If Damage control, it, right? right? Losing a little. You lose a little, but you have a ten percent resale value. So if the kid sells for 10, thirty million, you get that three million. Three million. Even. And Atalanta, if he sells it for a lot more, you're getting that money, yeah. and you kind of look at the sales that Atalanta have done in yeah. recent years, even with uh, Hoyland. You know they've sell players for yeah. for big money. Yeah. Um, another thing, since we talked about Milan, uh, we talked about their name, uh, their game, and I just said I think Atalanta's top four. Napoli lost the match. Uh, are they out of top four at this point? You know, are they I, out of the race let completely? Let me just say it. I watched the game and I remember the intensity of last year's game when Milan and Napoli they played. You could have cut the hair with a knife over here. It felt like any other game for me. It was the excitement and all the and all the level of the expectation was not there. It was like a playing Frosinone or playing any other team. I mean, to me, it was more important the game that we won against Roma. Then this Napoli team, they, they, I mean, for me, if Napoli would have tied at the game, we would have been well, mm-hmm. well yeah, deserved. Yeah, that but the the game itself, it didn't feel like this. The, the importance that it was on on the same game last year with and Napoli well, on and the last, first last year it was two <clears throat> quarter finalists yeah. in the Champions League, right. and that was the reigning two champions. Milan won the Scudetto right. the year before, and Napoli did. Right. So I do agree, it lost its brilliance a nothing, little bit. There was nothing, but also because Napoli, for me, I, I agree with you. At the end of the game. Yes, Napoli. If they came away with a tie, it would have been deserved. But the first half was was yeah. so was so disappointing for me. I get that they've resorted to this style with the three man back line, but at one point, are you going to go down swinging and at least try to mm-hmm. play your football? Because once they put Raspadori on, once they put Politano on, they started to pin Milan back, and I kept thinking in my head, could they have not done yeah. this? From the beginning, they could have done so much I'm sooner. Politano yeah. was a surprise for me. But that why he didn't not? Start the game. Very big surprise. Well, I said, what the hell is going it's on? It's a little bit too focused. I think it's just Mazzari trying to do what he can to make sure that the team damage can control. Tie, or we count, we counter, and we'll score on the counter. Like he's, yeah. I think he already put in his head that his style or whatever it is, is just to be able to versus the big teams. Try to tie, try to steal some points, mm. and win and against then, the teams you're supposed and win to. Versus the, the teams that you're you're not getting top four like that. No, you think that also you're not, not, you're not getting top four like that. So far, it's not looking like that. Yeah, I, I say no too. What do you? No. Say? And, and I was somebody who, until January, I kept no, saying, no, no, they're gonna, they're gonna they're figure it out. They're gonna come back. A month ago, we talked about this. I said Lazio top four. Now it's looking for me at the Lazio. But what do you say about Napoli? Yeah, I don't. No, if Atalanta gets top four, Napoli's not gonna make it. I think. I think you have. The problem with Napoli is not so much that there's just Atalanta, 
but Bologna also the is another team. team. Yeah. It's another team that doesn't give it quits, man. He, he they can play versus any team, and they're gonna play their style, and they're gonna have success against it. It's then not just they drop some points. It's, it's not just success. the points too, right? Like you're saying, yeah, like yeah. there's Roma, Lazio, Bologna, Fiorentina, and yeah. then Atalanta. And then let's let's. So it's not just you're a couple points yeah. away. Yeah. Yo, you gotta not well, let's, let's not forget Roma. I mean, Roma played an excellent mm. first half versus Inter, mm-hmm. and then kind of for some reason or another. Kind of lost the the, the grip of the, of the game. They considered they, they, they couldn't keep up the, that intensity. The pace and everything else, but they did have opportunity. Lukaku, Lukaku had could have equalized. Two opportunities. How much were you enjoying? So, oh, I loved it. I loved Stop it. trying to smile. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, he should have scored. This guy's holding his smile. I'm getting at it. Is that Roma, Roma played played <laughs> an excellent game. I know it's you know the honeymoon phase right now. Excellent first half, I would say. But I think they play perfectly, and they have the players. Even some of these market moves, I liked a lot. Like Amazon, Amazon. Angelino, I Amazon. like. I know he got Admon, the. Admon, I know Admon, he got Admon. the. You know the own goal, but he's someone that can replace Pinazzola and give you the same amount of. Uh, yeah. You know, attack-minded like style and being able to cross. I like Angelino. Like so I do like you, Angelino. you think De Rossi? I uh, obviously it probably is too soon to judge, but do you think that De Rossi could be a long-term? future for this Roma side. He did well against the teams that you're supposed to beat. Mourinho didn't always beat those teams. The big question was, how does he manage Roma in the big games? And yes, from the start, I mean, it was an incredible showing from Roma. Mm-hmm. I've rarely, I think Inter was also very off. You were making technical mistakes that yeah. I've rarely seen from the, Inter's oh, side. But credit pitch. to Roma because they were pinning them back. They were playing really good. And then the first like 15 minute, 10, 15 minutes of the yeah. second half, they couldn't keep up with the intensity. But listen, you could lose to Inter. There's no shame in that. Terrain was a factor too. I love, I, love, was too I love De Rossi's comments boring. after the match it's where boring. he said, do not compliment our team. We lost. I don't. I don't want mediocrity around this club. You can't say that we played well. We lost, and it's just a different approach. Mentality. The way that he's handling things. Pellegrini has been transformed. I mean, he's got three assists, three goals in his first four games. The only worry, and maybe the only factor, could have been that DiBala and Lukaku, the two key guys. Usually, that's when Roma can play well. They were very off in this match. Yeah, DiBala lasted one half, not even, and then DiBala. DiBala took a couple shots. No, he didn't do it. Uh, he, that was that was not a game from Dybala. Second half, he was gone. I want to add in, uh, in regards to Gaetano, he's not here right now. I think because of the huge snowstorm we're going to have tomorrow in New York. But regardless, he said, I don't care where you guys... He disagreed with all, everyone at the studio. He was like, I don't care what you guys said. You can say whatever you want about Mourinho, but he would have not conceded four goals against Inter. But he would have lost the game. Okay, but I was but like, Gaetano, maybe he wouldn't have conceded four, but he probably would have lost and probably would have got sent off also. Well, you but know he, what Mourinho like would have done? Mourinho would have done... Let's contain this game. Let's keep it 0-0. Let's keep it as tight as possible mm-hmm. and hope for a counterattack, a set piece. Which would have worked. Win which I don't think would have worked. probably would have worked. And that. they would have gotten the same result. And my, my, they would have gotten zero points. My response was like, Gaetano, but at least they, even though they conceded four, they at least tried to attack, try to get some goals. Yeah, it didn't work out, but it was a different and more refreshing approach, I I thought, at least. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. his point because at the end of the day, they both came home it with nothing. It just looks bad on paper. <laughs> but if you see the game, they, they tried. Lukaku, look how many... With Mourinho, I don't think they would have anywhere as near as many chances as they did with that 4 2 loss. That's they for sure. And they would have right? conceded less opportunities. Mike, yeah, let, exactly. Because they would have uh, parked the bus. Mike, let me add what uh, I think uh, we need to add this one here uh, uh, for Napoli because this is like, I feel like uh, it's a shame that Napoli is the winner of the Campionato last year with a record amount of points that you guys are trying to replicate this year. And now they find themselves swimming on a, this. Riptide. They're trying to just actually get out of the, this uh, big riptide that they got caught on. Like Salmon. And try, uh, yeah, like Salmon. Now they're trying to come back and try to make up the ground because, uh, you know, on a riptide, you get just sucked out. Now you're going to have to just get out and just try to swim back. How do you you do think that, that Aussie man, well, we're going to get Aussie man back. And uh, I mean, we, I mean, Napoli is going to get Hosiman back. And uh, do you think that Hosiman is the solution of uh, of mm-hmm. Napoli's uh, problem? I mean, he didn't really score a lot in Nigeria, but he was a big focal point. He, he caused a lot of um, trouble in the opponent's box. He won a couple penalties. He gave a few assists. But he can't fix Napoli but he didn't, on his own. He didn't, uh, his Mark, finishing wasn't six the best, or seven points, Six or seven points behind the fourth. Yeah, right? but the problem is, but the thing is, also so you need a couple, Osh- couple teams over there to... Uh, there's, Osh- there's, seven, there's seven points. Seven points. But like I said, they have one, yeah, two, so three, four. Five teams in front of them. Yeah, five teams. Five teams is it's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of teams, and more importantly, is just the way that they're playing. That's the biggest thing because you could say Oshiman, but Oshiman is not going to get the timing of this team. Is not going to figure out yeah. the tempo of the of the game. 
he's somebody that's going to put away goals, and you obviously need that to be able to win games. But I think really what's what's the issue with this Napoli team is something much you know deeper. It's, big, it's yeah. deeper. It's bigger. We know already what happened with the coaching changes. Mm-hmm. We know already there's friction in the locker room. We know already players want to leave. So to expect this guy to come in and say, you know what, I'm going to be the, the saving grace of this team, it's very hard to, to say. Got two more topics. We got to talk about Italy, and then there was uh, there was news that came out today about a voting within Serie A that uh, four teams were trying to push the Serie A mm. to go to 18 teams instead of 20. It was Roma, Inter, Milan, and Juventus. They were all voted for uh, an 18 team Serie A reduction, and the other 16 teams said no. I they voted. Why. I they, why. they voted against it. What is Obviously, the teams in the, in the lower portion of the Serie A table, it's more likelihood that they will get relegated. The bigger teams, the Roma, uh, Inter, Milan, Juve, they did this for two main reasons, I see. Too many it's games. because too many matches with when they're playing in Europe and they're doing all this. And also... I think it increases also the competitiveness of the league. My argument is that it increases the competitive yeah. competitiveness of the league because I always feel like we get it to a certain point within seasons where there's just above relegation, just above like 16th, 15th place yeah, that teams know you're not going to Europe, yeah. you're not getting relegated, and they just sort of, they're kind of, Personally, they're taking a nice Personally, nap. I I would have loved to see us getting reduced to 18 teams. 18. I mean pl- that and 16, also 16 these teams better. would be scared of going down, so that we'd see more spending overall too. So more mm. excitement. You don't think so? There's more risk. You can't spend more and then you have a higher risk to go down. But you're willing to spend more if point. you risk of going down. Marco, right? the only drawback that I see to it, save yourself, Mike. What's the drawback? There's a the risk. There's of a risk of going risk. down now as well, so you sp- should spend money because there's always a risk. You know, the thing is, if you s- to spend I think more, a little bit more, though, no, but to spend more, then when you go down to City B, you have a lot of debt and you have a lot of issues. Mm. You know, <laughs> the only, about it's not really a drawback. The only thing that I see an opportunity for those uh, small teams to still stay on the Serie A because it's still a challenging uh, campionato. It's that they are uh, capable to uh, attract players that, that they're flying, uh, uh, you know, off the radar, and then uh, you know the. Those are those are the future champions that they want up. They're starting, I don't know, in Salernitana. They're starting in Bologna. Yeah. They're starting in uh, Genova. They're starting uh, uh, somewhere else. And then Juventus. Oh, look at that! Look at Samardic, for example. Samardic was not uh, one of these big, uh, you know, dream uh, for uh, Juventus or Inter or AC Milan or anybody to get it. All of a sudden, Sar- Samardic you now it's uh, one of the most sought players. But he would have just been playing in like one of the. 18, 17, 16 teams instead of 1920. Well, well, well maybe they, they're going to scout. They're going to scout from exactly. Serie B either way. Yeah. No, I don't think so. They don't scout that much. Well, what's from the Serie argument B? against it for besides the I obvious th- of a smaller the 16 teams not wanting to vote coming for to it. play in the first division in Serie A is a big thing. So uh, they, a lot of a lot of players that come from Argentina, from Brazil, from Europe, uh, from Greece. Like yeah. for example, uh, Atalanta, my, Bologna, Roma, right. Fiorentina, Lazio, <laughs> Napoli, teams <laughs> yeah. that didn't vote for it according. To yeah. according to the news, yeah. what why would they not vote for this? I mean, I, I don't know the exact reasons why they wouldn't, but I would say maybe there's ticket sales involved because you're losing. Then I think uh, what four, eight games you would lose or mm-hmm. no? Yeah, maybe six games. Six. I don't know. No, it's more. From eighteen, from uh, from uh, from sixteen, so two games, four games. Four, four games. games. Okay. Home and away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what's four the, games? I don't, I don't know. Calculator. Know was <laughs> it's it's thirty four games. Yeah. But, Maybe you lose TV, ticket sales, uh, mm. TV rights too. Because I think really the biggest issue for me personally is not 18 teams or 20 teams. Ultimately, I think is having a better product and having a better TV deal and having serious owners in the league that are also looking to invest for a project. I think the bigger issue is more of a stadium and with the government, the bureaucracy in Italy. That leads to team owners spending money, the better the product getting better, fans wanting to go to the stadiums, creating an experience. That I think is is stronger than 18 teams. I mean, you look at considering the American market, right? I understand that, you know, in the NFL and NBA, they don't have to play European competitions or another competition outside the league, but they keep on expanding teams. Yeah. If that was the case, That's right, true. as far as quality control. It wouldn't but be... But it's such a different... I understand. That's, that's such apples and oranges. Okay, but... With the, relegation, but, with... But, yeah, 
But I think, but I think the, you're here to stay forever. But yeah. I think for me, the changes to the 18 games just to have four games less or to increase the quality, you can increase the quality by making sure that the TV deal but is better. Both of those things can better. be true. I'm, nobody's saying that, okay, you go to 18 teams and yeah. all those things are going to be solved. No, I'm not saying that. But I think it's a step in the right direction to making Serie A more of an attractive league because they're more competitive. There's more things to fight for. I feel like we just get we get rid of that weird that little gap, section yeah. where teams are just super content, super happy. They know they're not going to go down yeah. and then they do a whole lot of nothing. There's maybe three teams that are on. Mm, no, Pete, Pete, Pete. There's always a Torino, right? Look, look at the, yeah. the difference. It's a small look, look at the difference from, let's say, what, how many points? Is, I don't know. No, 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 the middle. So mid really, you say. All right, let's say 29. Yeah. Genoa knows they're not oh, going they anywhere. Call, they don't go. Lecce. But that's what I'm getting at. All right, there's four teams. Lecce is still in the race. I'm sorry. They're still in the race. It's five points. It's not crazy. I think Genoa. Okay, but I'm not at this Torino. point. There's still There's three time. teams. Once you get to round thirty, you okay. pretty much know that it's that's between 40, four teams. teams. All right, but okay, that's eight rounds but of the Serie A where you're gonna have like eight Pain. teams are that are know exactly what's gonna happen. I agree with happen. Marco. I agree with Maybe Marco. Squad. Too many no, games. Too yeah. many games. We play too many games in a short, a short. They're like meaningless games too. And, yeah, I know. They get meaningless. Every three days we're gonna play. And no, no, no. Listen, you sound like the other No, I'm not. I'm not. I am saying I'm for If Toramare makes a Serie A, do they deserve to be a Serie A? Uh, don't, don't put Torre I'm Mare. asking you. Don't bring emotions into this piece. If Torre logically as it has is. a great team and deserve to be in Serie A, do they deserve to be in Serie A? Absolutely. Okay, so that's This it. is where Antonio's from for everyone that doesn't know. The Nations League, the groups were announced. Italy, Belgium, France, and Israel are all in one group. Oof, that's um, a toughie. Other news within that was uh, Spalletti's thinking about going from a 4-3-3 to 3-4-2-1 formation. Uh, we still have a striker problem, even though Immobile scored his 200th goal in uh, the Serie A. Who would have thought, huh? But after still, all these years, a lot of all these years? What do you guys make about the groups? The, uh, I there were some people freaking out saying, oh my God, I, which is crazy to me because if we're, not, if we're scared to play against Belgium and France in the Nations League... Which is a glorified Belgium friendly. Belgium doesn't scare me. Belgium doesn't scare me. And didn't you have Belgium winning the World Cup last wow, year? Wow, that was not last year. <laughs> last year. Last, last year. year. Last no, 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 no. It was a year. What the four years it's before there? there. Producer. Oh I'll my God. Can you see oh, producer? Oh, oh, look at this guy. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have lied. That's, that's, why, we that's why we don't throw things out in this video. <laughs> <laughs> we still got the milk for two years <laughs> ago. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Oh, oh, go. oh my God. Don't tell me. Oh, no. That's what you don't lie. I might, I might be mistaken. Oh, maybe, maybe. Oh, I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Just, just for, just for some fun. I'm just gonna read you one. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was good. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read you guys what, uh, what Antonio had Belgium's run, where two seconds ago he just said Belgium so doesn't scare me. Look at him. Belgium. He's so embarrassed. He had, he had Belgium topping their uh, group, their group, which was Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. And if I'm no, not mistaken, I would have said okay. okay yeah. Fair enough. So he had Belgium playing Germany. Belgium wins. Then he had Belgium playing Serbia in the quarterfinals. Belgium wins. Then he had Belgium playing France in the semifinals. Naturally, Frantonio, Belgium wins. Then he had Belgium, Spain, a World Cup 2022 final, and Belgium wins. How do you feel, Antonio? Okay, let me just say what my my train of thought. And, and to by you. the way, didn't they go out in the group stages? Yeah, they did. <laughs> let me just explain my train of thought. You have De Bruyne, you have La Lula, this, this La Lula. Lukaku over there. You have Lukaku, you have De Bruyne, you have a, a world class goalkeeper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Summer. No, that's summer. Summer is Swiss. The Real Madrid Courtois, 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 yeah. Courtois. Courtois. Were you joking? Yeah. You have nothing. You have. A, <laughs> I don't know what. Mertens. <laughs> all right. Mertens. Mertens. Okay, but what's your point? The back then, Mertens was a back great player. Then. Back, back then. Back then. Not 2022. <laughs> Come on. What's your point? My point is that on the paper, <laughs> the Belgium make good chocolate. On the uh, on the paper, Belgium <laughs> is not a better. Belgium is a. But they never perform. This is what I love about Belgium. They're always ranked in the top of the Euros, yeah, the of the, the World Cup rankings. The and then you know what and I remember? I always remember Italy, Euro 2016. Conte, Maybe right? it is the worst Italy, technically, that I've seen in a long time, mm -hmm. right? Just player-wise, it was a horrible pool of talent with Eder, mm -hmm. Graziano Pelé. 
and we beat Belgium. And I remember every American and every person online, Belgium is going to yeah. whip the floor with Italy. This is the golden generation. If you couldn't do that, if Giaccherini was scoring on you, please give me a you break. The score? I'm not scared. 2-0. By the yeah. way, I'm very not, nice I'm not of you scared to, of... save that, to save that thing over there. Huh? Don't lie next I time. I think you guys, you guys uh, yeah, had no. plans to just bring this thing here up and say, let's go from no, no, Antonio no. with to his be choice fair, of Belgium. The only, th the only reason why I thought about it is because you said you're not scared of Belgium. And I think it's just funny that I'm in a year you went from World Cup champions to I'm not scared of them in the Nations League. That's anyway, it. That's probably the how do you How do you feel about this? Uh, the group? Wow, we kept them quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we had to do. Oh, listen, it's, a, it's a tough group because of the names. But even Israel, you know, they had the U19s that went into the final. So, you know, it's, they have some interesting talent coming up. And Italy, I think for how, how I look at it is they have to use this Nations League as a, as a preparation for, the big uh, ones. you know, the World Cup and everything else. And that you having the opposition that are going to challenge you. Listen, yeah. you say it's a glorified friendly. Okay, it's not as important. But I think France versus Italy, both sides do not want to lose. Mm -hmm. And they're going to give them, you know, each each other a run, for, a the run for the money. So, yeah. so, I mean, at that point, it's good. Especially, I wish that he also puts in some young blood, some young players, to gain that experience to verse a France and know what it feels like to verse a team of a certain level. Would you, I, would, you, only, Marco, would you bring Lorenzo Luca? We were looking at him today. I mean, it's not a great we play. Still, we, still have, we still have so many games before yeah, the Euros. Yeah, then we have this, the whole Euros, and then this that happens September. in the fall. Yeah. So there's a lot of time. My my only point was just I've seen I saw people writing. Oh my God, we got this group, guys. If we're scared, if we're scared, I'm not scared. To, I'm not saying you. What I'm you saying in general. The World Cup? <laughs> if we're scared to play against to be in a group of Belgium and France and Israel for the Nations League. Mm. I, that's not a that's not a good thing for for me. Is, I want to. Yeah, we get we could we could be friends. I mean, it's gonna be tough, but we can be friends. We can beat France. What do you mean? We we we, we, we can. Oh, beat I France. know, I know, I know. I mean, if Belgium can beat them in the, in the <laughs> Italy can beat oh, them. <laughs> Italy, Italy will have difficulty with France for the speed and athleticism. Yeah, of we are Italy. We are we Italy. Uh, we are damn, Italy. I forgot. Thanks for reminding me. Hello, we are Italy. No, siamo campioni. We have on the DNA we're but, not Greece but <laughs> <laughs> we are Italy I just want to remind not? you who are we not okay ah. so Israel you brought Israel they have a lot of talent coming up you gotta be kidding me I'm just me. saying that you don't disrespect an opponent we're not gonna disrespect anybody we don't yeah. disrespect not even the Greece <laughs> do, do a replay of what he said the same thing well, the you know De Rossi I heard uh, De Rossi's uh, comments like I said I love his communication style uh, I just agree with it a lot mm -hmm. and he said uh, before the Inter match you know no team is beatable he said you need to have respect but he sees from his point of view respect sometimes goes too over the line mm -hmm. where we give too much respect to the opponent that we're like scared to play against him and oh my god these guys they can't make a single mistake so there's definitely a balanced approach where any team, guys, we were knocked out by North Macedonia, uh, with right. all due respect. Mm -hmm. We were knocked out he by Sweden, uh, also over two legs, yeah. where we couldn't score a single goal. Exactly. So we have to have that sort of, of respect, but we also can't go into games scared. And I don't think Luciano Spalletti, from also his communication, he wants to play against the top teams. He wants to play yeah. the top dog. So I'm just saying, as Italian fans, we can't see a Nations League and be terrified. Because if we don't want to play these guys now, when do we ever want to test ourselves and get better against big opponents? And it's better to play in the Nations League rather than a Euro or a World Cup against a team like France. Don't obviously. and we always pretty we, we usually do better against the a team yeah, that are better. I mean, we finished third in the in the Nations League, and I I thought we could have done uh, even better. We beat uh, Netherlands in that stupid third place match or whatever, but we lost to Spain in the semifinals mm. in a match that uh, I thought we should have done a lot better. Than, uh, than what we did. But I saw us testing an opponent. I saw us doing, were we doing the right things all the time? Absolutely not. But I saw room for improvement that made me see maybe we're not that far away. We're not. We're not. We need uh, four or five. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 Yo, you love, you love saying that. We need four or five. Uh, <laughs> That's half the team. Four four five. Five. Forkus. Four or five is half the team, though. All right. Bam, 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 bam. What, what was is that? that? What is that? Sharks. <laughs> I never seen Yo, this orcas before. kill the sharks. Those look like though. ducks. <laughs> well, I never seen that. Uh, Ballo del Foca. Is that what you're no, doing? No, no, that's uh, like John Travolta. 
John Travolta. You, I see don't you see, you guys watching these stupid shows. You don't watch Ray Sanremo? No. Why not? Come on. No, no, no. Sanremo is That's great. Class. You watch watch tennis TV. You don't have time? I don't have that time. <laughs> you have eight hours would, in the studio. I would fall asleep. But just, no, uh, I like how it's just tied all on the side. You're watching Sanremo? I watched it. Of course it's I watched it. Come on. Harry, you're watching Sanremo too? Oh, we all do. Come I don't know. Even the Greek Mike didn't watch it. That's fair. I saw some highlights though. Who did you want to win? Who would you have voted for? What a, Mahmoud, I, baby. No, I no, like Mahmoud. Wasn't yeah, even close. Was Mahmoud, Annalisa. You don't know her? Annalisa? Ah, that's because your <laughs> wife is Annalisa. <laughs> Annalisa. Uh, Sinceramente. Emma. But it was fitting, I think, I because I don't know if you saw she the the girl that won. Was Vanda? Angela Mango uh-huh. did a tribute to her father. I saw. I saw. Oh, somebody won already. Sanremo you know is over. You know Mango. I have a mango, uh, you know, margarita, no. but uh, I don't know mango. She's mango. You've heard the song before. No. You probably have. <laughs> mango, I'll, I'll make you listen to it. I think her father anyway, was famous. Father sing, was sing, sing, sing. Yeah. Who's mango? How's it go? You know Oro? Oro, what's that? Oro. Hey, what's that? Uh, Mr. Producer, can you sing a little bit? How does you it go? Know, dance know. for us, dance for us. <laughs> what? You know it. Just sing a little one line. I, yeah, pizza and Come on, Pete. I can't sing, I can't sing. Come on. Come on, Pete. Nah, we don't want to hear him. Either way. I, I, so you wanted uh, Annalisa. Yes. I, I wanted Joliet. I wanted you the, the Napoletan guy. Joliet. Joliet? That's how you say it? Joliet? Joliet. That's French. He is French. <laughs> is he French? No, he's Neapolitan. Yeah. But it's Joliet. It's, uh, how do you spell it? With the a w? G-E-O-L-I-E-R. He had 60% of the voting from uh, from fans voting in. Oh, All of Naples yeah, was oh voting boy. for him. But then they, they have other requirements. Uh I don't think any. He got booed at one point. Anyway, you guys, you don't care about this. I thank God. Anyway. Can we just change? Can yeah, just we're we're, we're, we're ending the podcast. Guys, oh, we ended the podcast. Thank you so okay, much for yeah, watching. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao, ragazzi. And Forza. And Forza IFTV. And Forza IFTV.